Hey boys, welcome to episode 5 of the Looney Tunes podcast, the return of the tunes. So yeah boys, we are back in Pretoria. So well, I thought we agreed it's the tune strike back. Did I not say that? Well, irrespective, that's a, that could be hmm. a, a title for another show. Yeah, a uh, bit of a disclaimer before we start. So, Surav and I decided to uh, wrap up the podcast a bit, um, change the content a lot, um, be more for ourselves during the show than rather be very formal. Just for, um, I guess, our, um, what's what's the word, like benefit or like comfort, so that, you know, we enjoy, you know, recording these more. We look forward to it. Okay, let me cut in quick before we go any further. Firstly, let's apologize for the potential bad sound quality. We don't know what it's gonna turn out like yet. This was our only option given our current circumstances. Yeah. We tried like 150 other setups, didn't work. And uh, so apologies in advance for the potentially bad audio quality. And most importantly, I'd like to introduce you to our latest addition to the podcast, Nivad. Oh, hello guys. It's it's nice to be here. On this is my first time on this podcast. It's your first, but I hope it's not your last. So we thought Mr. Ramdas will be a nice introduction to the podcast. And um, let's just hope this is not you know his last time. I really like Nivad and the content that he brings, the facts that he speaks and spits out of his mouth. Um, wait, bit of a um, technical bus. We are recording, right? Yeah, you know. Well, we checked. Imagine we did all of this. You good? Uh, it'll be like the episode of Big Bang Theory where Amy forgets to press record on the three-hour uh, Fun with Flags special. <laughs> Two hour, three hour. <laughs> well, boys. Um, yeah. So it's been quite a journey. Um, coming, and quite a while. Yes, coming back to Pretoria, but like the quite a while part, we'll get to in a few. Because like also regarding the sound quality, you guys who are listening to us. Um, however few me you may be, because we are a small podcast based in South Africa, Kauteng, and we have to compete for all these giant podcasters who are getting advertised more than us, because for, for obvious reasons, I would want to listen to Joe Rogan over the Looney Tunes if I haven't heard, you know, um, either or, right? So, um, yeah, how's the journey been so far back on campus? How's the vibes? How are you boys feeling about the year so far? How's the workload? Let's our let's let our latest. Okay, I for one am very happy that we're back on campus. Like student life isn't uh, where it was like before COVID, but I do see us getting there slowly but surely. No, for sure. And that's the 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 main thing. Also, the main like constitutive reason I was I wanted to be back was well for the friends, the experiences, whatnot, and um, of course the. You know, the, like every day here is like so different. Being back home, it's it's so adventurous here. So many things to do, so many people to see. But also in terms of um, our career, I feel as though COVID. You know, even though we couldn't avoid it, online learning brought about a lot of potato-headed thinkers. A lot of people got by um, cheating or out of other people. You know, um, I'm thinking of it in that sense. And those people passed a lot of modules, got a lot of difficult modules out of the way. I don't know if you all feel the same. I think I do, 100%. Exactly. Um, yeah. Because, well, all of our tests are going to be back on campus now. 
mm-hmm. they're absolutely going to get chowed. Yeah, and I mean, we're getting chowed so far. Even though like most of our lectures are online, it's still uh, quite difficult to keep up to date, etc. Man, I did MTX two two one more than properly. You know that. So MTX two two one is thermodynamics two one. So it's the first thermodynamics. Why does our lecturer call it three? Because it starts with a three. Because it's a third year module. That guy looks like Alex from Alex and Sierra. Um. Yes. Um. If this was a um, what's called a uh, picture. Well, oh, just just YouTube it. Alex and Sierra, uh, American Idol, or is it X Factor? They sing Toxic by Britney Spears. Just yeah. check it out. Exactly like that. Yeah. So it took a bit of while before we started. Sort of unfortunately, that's not going to include the bloopers in the end because it takes a lot of audio or what's the word uh, post production time. Understandable. But there are a lot of funny clips in there of us trying to figure out like a pre- uh, proper setup. Whatnot, but uh, we still don't know if it's proper, so this entire thing might be a blooper. Um, yeah, but the echo might be a bit chungies. Um, I want to be a dictionary for today and for future episodes. So, like a dictionary, if you all use South African slang, uh, I'll be I'll, I'll basically explain what it means. But, um, yeah, Nivard is a third or fourth year computer engineering student. Yeah, I'm a third year computer eng uh-huh. student. Yeah, it's Big boys. it's it's going alright. <laughs> I guess this year I'm doing more of what I enjoy. Of course. Yeah, compared uh-huh. to last year, definitely. I think you've got a pretty realistic representation of what engineering is actually going to be like between the three of us. There's a lot of stuff, because especially with your practicals, there's a lot of stuff you'll have to physically do and design. You'll have to make something work. Yes. Like uh, you were telling us that you had a robot to work on or something. Yeah, a line following robot. And you, you, you learn a lot doing practical application like uh, I'm not gonna lie he, he, I can't follow a three-hour coding lecture <laughs> where I feel like I learn way better doing practical work mm, fair enough like a hands-on kind of person but oh guys just a quick check and if you wanted bloopers here it is did we check our phones on airplane mode Why before we get a beeping sound yeah, so uh, in terms of podcasting, um, as a form of entertainment and art on its own, it's pretty enjoyable to do. Like, this is a vibe, you know. And you know what's the funniest thing? Like, Surav and I have the best podcast when we're not recording. Do you feel the same? Uh, our, our drive the other day, looking for VAC work, yeah. our discussion in the car was off the handle. We can touch on, on that um, when we get to, I guess, that part of the podcast. Yeah, I'd love to get the words <laughs> input. Yeah, sure, definitely. But uh, I have it written down here on my notes. And yes, I have notes. So we are a bit more organized uh, this time. And yeah, I wanted to touch on like why we were quiet for so long. Thing is like, personally, okay, so this was um, basically what I had to go through. I had to record the podcast at home in my room next to my parents' room in an Indian household. So basically they could hear everything I was saying and like some of the stuff I wanted to talk about, like sex, woman, um, intersexual dynamics, you know, the stuff that intrigues me about human nature. I couldn't really touch on that because my mom the next day will probably knock on my door and be like, Rasil, what the fuck are you talking about last night? And I don't want to go through that. Um, but, um, you know, sort of and I weren't really enjoying it as much and um, I wasn't. No, really... I was fine. I, I, don't really? think, I don't think my mother cares what I No, I mean, about. in terms of actually enjoying making a show. It, oh, it felt more like routine. It became you know labored after it's, a while. Exactly. It's like. Um, it wasn't a job like this. It was that 7 a.m. job you don't want to wake up for that you have 
five days a week. So yeah, uh, your thoughts though on uh, podcasting as a form of entertainment? What like what podcast do you like, Mivad? And um, okay, yeah. I I like podcasts with like very nerdy podcasts. You know where it's like also tech podcasts. No, no, I love tech podcasts. Unbox Telefi. So yes, things like that. Yeah. Uh, like news about tech. I love it. But in terms of like engineering podcast and like very nerdy podcast, I love that shit as well. So Joe Rogan sometimes does in like have nerdy guests on, and they talk about some really interesting things. But my favorite is would definitely be Andrew Huberman, um, who makes use of our physiology, physiology, physiology. <laughs> that's a. That's I a, that's thought a you were gonna say physiological. No, physiology. So that deals with the body. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and uh, basically using your body, uh, which uh, as to be more as optimal as possible. You know, that was a mouthful. Um, so, like, um, basically, what's the best sleep cycle for like you? Optimizing yourself. Hundred percent. In terms of yes. diet, what's the best diet for you in terms of your body mass index and your cognitive thinking? Hundred percent. Well. So, like that to me is so enticing because I want to be the best version of myself and how and like doing those small things, having. Uh, sleeping at the correct time for yourself, waking up at the correct time for yourself. Oh, which we don't do. But you don't at all. But like it's you know it's. it's I should try to. No, of course, I, I course always. Um, I guess push for that. Um, I think that pretty much sums up you know why you know, we've been gone for so long. But you know we will advertise more. Um, yeah. It might take us a little while to get up and running the way we want to, and back to the way we were releasing an episode every second week or something. But we'll get there. We yeah. just we just need baby steps. A little I bit mean, of time. Yeah, we're competing with podcasting giants uh, uh, on I, Spotify and other. We're competing with flippin' modules. Lit- uh, yeah, and, and our work, and well. these pracs and these due dates and a hundred and fifty million other things. Talk to us, Nivad. You're being really quiet and like. Okay. <laughs> it's your chair, dude. Yeah. You, I'm sorry, like if no. you swing, you're distracting me. And <laughs> <laughs> like I keep looking at you. No, like sorry, yeah, but this is this is the art of podcasting. How do you figure these out? And the, the what I love about podcasting as well, or doing something new, there's a lot of problems to solve. And guess what we are doing? We're doing engineering where we have to where we're literally figuring out how to solve a bunch of problems about a bunch of things. So like it's relating in a way to our lives. I think that's pretty cool. Mark Manson, um, famous bestseller of Mark Mason. Same thing. Um, released his title, um, "Subtle Art: The Subtle Art of How Not to Give a Fuck." Talks about um, importance. No, but there's a second one, right? Um, uh, everything is fucked. Yeah, that's no. the second book. Yes, it's what's it? And uh, I sent you this audio book. Everything is fucked. You did. I did. It's on. It's on. It's on your Google Drive. I need to listen to it, but I don't like the. Voice of the person reading the, the book. narrator. It's, it's, it sounds so weird. It's. it's I'm sure there's another version of it, but uh, I would love a seductive woman, please. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's defeating the whole purpose of. Not necessarily. I'll be so attentive, dude. Like my animal instincts just turn on and just. Will you be at- like, Will like you be attentive? Will you be attentive <laughs> to picturing what she looks like or actually what she's saying? But of both. Um, but yeah, I, I but I'm know. sure there's a female narrator of that book because it's hope. it's very popular. Yeah, but have you read it? Oh mm. uh, no, heard about I've, it? I've heard about the subtle art of not giving a fuck. I'll send it to you. But, the, uh, okay. Do you want the PDF or the audio book? Um, send me book. Okay. 
So, yeah. Um, and yes, they were legally purchased. <laughs> I was, so, that basically touches up on like where we've been, how we've been doing and uh, whatnot. I would like to ask you gents, what is the typical day of a fourth year, fourth all of us are like three, four. Well, I, no, most I'm of our third. modules are third, yeah. Well, okay, fair enough. But like, yeah, what is a typical day in the life of a mechanical engineering student? I'll start with you first. Third so. year, okay. Well, we can't talk Academically fourth. third year. Yeah, yeah. Academically third year. <clears throat> Historically, like fourth or fifth year. Uh, so, okay, let's start. Uh, let's talk about what we've done since we got here, right? Yep. So... It's extreme, right? It's been a what's the word like a roller coaster. It's it's ups and downs with mostly downs. No, I feel like I had a lot of ups. No, no, no. When I when I say ups, I mean fun. When I say downs, I mean hard work. Mm, okay. So so it's not that hard work is bad. I'm just using that as a. Okay, I understand. I mean, there is time for fun, but I have to say there's a lot more time for fun now than in first year. Really? Yeah, I mean in first. I feel year. like we know how to manage our time better because of. Um, yeah, that it, because of failing, yeah. Mm, basically. So we learnt it through failure, but I feel like there's more time now. So, I mean, what I've watched Batman and I've watched Uncharted. That's two movies more than I watched in my first three years what here. What the fuck, really? You haven't watched a movie. In I watched place. one, one. Now that I think about it. Ah, okay. Fifty Shades Freed. Oh, 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 I love, I love it. You watched Did you watch it with the Yeah. Oh, no, I uh, watched it with Adrian. Oh shit, okay, my boy. I, I actually really like Yeah, the old ladies when we walked in there asked us if we came in for tips. Because they thought we were gay. What the frick? Well, that's that's intriguing. But you know, I mean, who goes to the cinema to watch for cliches? I mean, who does? I, I love romantic movies, but they're not very cliche. I mean, I mean, I guess that wasn't a very cliche. Yeah, it was very romantic. Good. And then, like, it was very sexy, it was very hot, especially if... But let's if, talk about the difference between the books and the and the movies I'm here. I'm sure that I'm not too familiar. Uh, no, I didn't read the book. I was talking I'm, to a couple of Macy's, so Macy's are Afrikaans for girls when I was in high school. And uh, apparently the books were a lot better. Yeah, the, the books yeah. were focused on, on the romance, on the love of it. The movies were focused on... The sexy and... Yeah. yeah. What's the name of the female protagonist? Uh, uh, Dakota. Well, that's her real life name. Well, irrespective, in the book, the first book, she was more outgoing and um, assertive I'll to Google the millionaire. Or is the millionaire, whatever his name. Dude, because yeah, she was very submissive in the movie. Yeah, in the movie, she was very submissive, but like, I mean, as men, would you prefer an assertive woman or a submissive woman? I feel like uh, Anastasia. 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 Oh, okay, cool. So yeah, would you prefer? Um, yeah, we put all of, all over the place with topics, but yeah, would you prefer um, submissive or assertive? Oh, okay, you with me it depends. Like one this day. This the mic. Oh, sorry. With me it depends. <laughs> uh, I feel like one day I'd want submissive, one day I'd want assertive. It it depends. It's on your mood. Yeah. So okay, basically he's saying it depends on how horny he is. Cool. No, I get that. No man. <laughs> like it depends on what I'm feeling. Like. Guys, I was joking when I said three guys and one mic. 
Oh, this is the return of the tuners, baby. So basically, tuner is Indian slang for talk. C H U N E. No, tuner is somebody who talks. Yeah, so it's like uh, masturbate, masturbator, like. <laughs> but um, uh, on a serious note, um, yeah, I really enjoy talking with people, interacting with people, and podcasting is one of the more free methods to get your voice out there, and hopefully, you know. People who do listen to your podcast, however few they may be for now, um, you know, enjoy the conversation. Hopefully, you know, you're a you're a student, or maybe who's doing engineering, or yeah, whatever you're pursuing, and you're like walking to your first seven thirty lecture with your earphones in, and you're busting. Which you shouldn't be doing, by the way. <clears throat> yeah, but you shouldn't be doing. But yeah, <laughs> you're gonna get mugged. Like you, you laugh. No, it's seven in the morning. You're gonna get mugged. Yeah, boy. It depends where you. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about Africa. Well, I had like Harvard or like MIT student in my head, but never mind. But to I'm go back talking to... about UP. Like oh. UP itself is safe. The areas where we stay is safe. It's the commute in between that's unsafe. Yeah, but like that's life in general. Well, How it's not unsafe. No, it's not I, unsafe. I know a girl who used to just walk on the streets alone with earphones. I feel like that. She just got like, lucky, relic. She got lucky. You yeah. you didn't even have your earphones on when they took your fault. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah, I got mugged though. I, yeah. How many times did Riten get mugged here? <laughs> Dude, but it's it's the sort of city you'd expect to get mugged in. Yeah, I see. I but if you're gonna walk around alone, it doesn't matter whether you're in the US, you're in the UK, you're in Czechoslovakia, or you no. If you're in Canada, I feel like no. I feel safe. like there's some places where you can walk out whenever you want. And like my friends who stay in those places tell me like, what was it, what was it Switzerland? I have friends in Switzerland, um, India. Well, India is pretty safe. Yeah, India as well. Um, you could just walk around and I guess, like not be afraid that you're gonna die. But um, he, he, while you are not necessarily afraid that you're gonna die, I still feel like even when I was walking in India, there's always the thing at the back of here that every country has crime. Right. And especially towards foreigners, you're just going to be a statistic. It might be two percent. You could be the second guy out of a hundred. Fair enough, but that's a very pessimistic view on like the thing is like wherever you go in life, you need to be careful. You need to discern your surroundings and make sure that you're aware of what's going on. You know, like like yeah. So there's um, different states. You need to like live in the orange state. Just don't go red or don't go panic state or something. Just orange. Just keep looking around you. Just be aware yeah. of your surroundings. Exactly. But um, yeah, in terms of life, everything. So you feel as though everything is going well. To go back to our initial conversation, I asked you, what's a typical day in the life of yeah you? Uh yeah, I mean everything is going as well as as I can hope. Isn't this a difficult question? It's so hard to right? answer because when you do self reflection, let's think about the number of rejections we've faced in the last week alone in terms of looking for back work. Then again, like. I mean, yeah, I just said that was good for us. It was good for us, but but like like you're asking, is life going well? I'm gonna say yes. No, I mean, and along with that, we're talking about the rejection that you have to accept that comes with life. But I feel doesn't the rejection make you better? And like then again, like we're very hardworking students, we're intelligent students, and we get our work done properly and correctly. If they wanna take, don't wanna take us, then that's fine. But also, we've got to take into consideration. We didn't know any people at those places. We didn't have any people to network with. That's what I'm. Lo- I'm looking at this here in the life, uh, yeah, like through the eyes of somebody who's just coming into engineering. No engineering contact. Somebody from a previously disadvantaged background. Okay. You're gonna have no contacts in, in huge aero companies, right? You're coming in to study aeronautics. 
how is it going to be for them to find back work? I feel like you just need to be a, be a hustler uh, and know how to like, work. You need to work around that. I mean, you can't use your disadvantages as an excuse for your... No, I agree. But, but like I'm saying, nobody even asked us for our academic records. Nobody asked for CVs. No, that's because like, it was, we weren't accepted. And, like, yeah, they, they downright just said they don't want back work No, students. I also didn't have... Um, didn't have uh, yeah. Uh, places open for for back work students, which is kind of silly, in my opinion. But you know what? That's the world for you. No, but but you can't blame them, them either. Mm-hmm. Think about how much money they're gonna lose by taking yeah, us on. No one said they have to be liability, man. I mean, no one. Well, no one said they have to give us the job where we have to design the specs of the aeroplane. No one said they have to do that. Make sure somebody's with us. But just help us out. That's what we're trying to say. Yeah, but but now think about the the production time that person who's overseeing you. Think about how much he could have done. I mean, what, it take two minutes to tell me, oh no, Rosil, your code in Excel is wrong. Hello? Like, they can't do that? But it means he needs to check it. Two minutes. It won't necessarily take two minutes because it's not something uh, he's necessarily done before. Exaggeration, but you understand the point I'm trying to make. It's like, we're um, exacer- exacerbating... Um, exacerbating. It's exacerbating. Was it a... Well, irrespective. Yeah, exacerbating. Exacerbate. So it means to worsen. Um, yeah, we're exacerbating the situation at large, but we not we never when we weren't hypothetically in it in the first place. No, you're right. It's exacerbating. Maybe I know my word. But um, hmm, boys, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, from what I hear, back work is one hundred percent networking. Mm-hmm. If you, you can network and you have those connections, then back work should be there. Because like. I just want to chip in, like Nivard said something very important there, networking. Uh, I watched this video the other day and I'm not sure if I sent it to you. It's very important that it was a a lady who brought up how our entire education system is wrong. Because from the time you're in grade one, you're constantly taught you need to do things alone. You need to write this test alone. You need to work hard and pass it alone. And then you get out into the real world and you realize if you try to do anything alone, you're gonna go straight down the rabbit hole. No, I don't think that's necessarily true, and I don't think it holistically describes the whole full picture. It's like you know, you're staring at a painting, an oil painting of like maybe a farmhouse uh, by the hillside. You're just staring at the farmhouse. Like, what about the grass? What about everything else that put no. the whole picture together? Go on, like, right? Okay. So what I'm trying to say is like, you should develop this your the skills to solve general problems and ideologies on your own for example like let's say you need to find the stress in a beam you should be able to do that however let's say it's a beam you haven't seen before and somebody else has seen before and like but like that's the thing with humans we're social beings you know yeah but but you see you say what you're talking about is developing personal skills so, and still working together where the way you train from the time you're in school is you need to work alone don't ever work with a friend and when you're stuck on a concept okay. Think about, think about sitting in, in those math classes in school. You're stuck on a concept. You can't just ask your friend to help you out with it. The teacher's going to scream at you for talking. Fair enough. Uh, you say you're asking your friend. They'll tell you how do you know your friend is right. There's only one way to find out. Talk. Figure it out together. Well, I don't know. Life itself is very... Uh, what's the word? Um, it's, 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 a, it's a journey and you need to figure it out. But... Um, yeah, Nivar, what's the typical day in the life of a computer engineering student? Okay, so I'll wake up, I'll, I'll code. The next like day, it. I'll wake up, I'll code in a different <laughs> language. So your whole day to wake up code, bro? Yeah, and then, then, no, it will be a different language on one day, and then, like, another language. What like, languages? 
So this semester it's Java, Python, C++ and wait, assembly, that's the other one. Yeah, so assembly is what C++ will, the compiler will convert it to assembly and then it will be in machine code. But uh, yeah, they want us to learn assembly as well. So yeah, it's just coding the semester. I, I have two modules that aren't coding. One of them? Uh, analog electronics and the other one is electromagnetic Shit. compatibility. What would you say, like he says his entire day goes coding. Would you say our day mostly goes just doing math? Not necessarily, I would just say it's, for me it's getting stuff done. Um, on a, yeah, basis. So is that... Okay, no, but, but like, like, well, like said, for me it's like coding that involves a lot of math as well. Yeah, no, 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 but like he said, most of his work revolves around coding. Well, I guess right? it's based on what he does. Yeah, what would you say most of our work revolves around? Um, um, I would say problem solving as you get into the third year stuff. But yeah, I would say that math, math is more or less correct. Um, it's tricky because like we do a range of things. Like mechanical is very general and our scope is so large as well. I know, I, I said math, but I don't mm -hmm. mean math because I no. mean, think about MTX is very little math. Excuse me? The, the math there is simple. Oh, so you just like, you gotta know what to do. Is yeah, well, once you know what to do, the maths itself Fair is enough. simple. Okay. It's the concepts behind it and understanding the flows and the, and the chemical reactions and stuff that... So yeah, Surah Bai is talking about um, combustion processes. That shit is, yeah, it's... Whew, it's. I was talking about gas cycles. Well, same thing. Kind of. Yeah, yeah it involves a bit of both. Um, yeah, the typical day in my life, so I wake up, <laughs> brush my teeth, and then I set up my well, Very late, my dad. Rasil, like, is the last one to wake up of all of us. Come out late-ish. What up... time are we talking about? Ish, I would say it's... Oh. Any time between 8am and 3pm. <laughs> <laughs> that is, yeah. Because um, uh, I'm, I'm a weird person, right? My body clock is weird. I do work at a very weird time. Wait, so it all depends on what time you slept the night. Pretty much, and I to get going, it takes a long while for my engine, <laughs> inverted commas, my body to get going. So wake up, uh, I'll brush my teeth, have a cup of coffee, a coffee. I'll <clears throat> smoke my. And it's not black, by the way. He well, has... no, sometimes it's black. I just prefer milk. I don't. I mean, honestly, in and yeah, milk. sugar. I for mean, shame, Rosie. <laughs> for shame. I mean, I'm a coffee lover, and I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. You never coffee? Um. So I love coffee. I love caffeine. Uh, He's always hyper. My favorite uh, coffee drink is a cafe matcha, mm. which is espresso. When he says he loves caffeine, I don't think anybody comprehends that. He used to hit 300 milligrams at 5 in the morning. The oh daily limit is 400. At 5 in the morning, he was already hitting 300 yes. with that flame pre-workout. That is shangis. So no, but uh, if I had pre-workout, then I'd only limit myself to one other coffee that day. Hmm. Well, you had to, or you're gonna end up with caffeine poisoning. You Well, and okay. And you're gonna start getting shakes and stuff. Okay, yeah, so when I do wake up, I have coffee, I'll smoke my vape just to like get my energy levels rising, because nicotine is a dopamine receptor, and then it kind of like keeps you awake and like alert. Um, yeah, so I'll check my emails, check my Discord, because... Um, yeah, I normally have some work on Discord, and um, yeah, because I'm a manager of an esports team as a hobby, so I do that in my spare time. And then I'll probably chill on social media. It's lectures normally during the day. Mm. I normally eat very late. I fast 
Like if I let's say I wake up at 7 a.m., my first meal will be at one o'clock, because when you fast, your body goes into this survival mode, and you can concentrate a lot better. And it's like your body is looking for food, you know. So like you you your mind's alert. Uh, I don't know if that makes sense. I'm sure I'm like not including a lot of important aspects to it, but yeah, that's because like. Uh, but I do have good. If I'm hungry, nothing is happening, eh? Really. Nothing. Well, that's if you like starve. Well, me, I, I sh- it's a it's a mind thing more than anything else, right? It's mind over matter, and I feel like it's important to overcome the desires of your flesh, um, especially you know. Well, well, not to an extreme sense. You understand the point I'm trying to make uh, in terms of lust and uh, just controlling your flesh. You know what I mean? Like um, if you um, are craving a cigarette, for example, you never smoke in a while, and you so you're a smoker, and being able to tell your body no, chill out. I'll smoke now. I don't think having breakfast and smoking are quite in the same category here. You no, know, you understand that, Johnny. Well, it's just being able to being able to control your body, and um, basically, as I said, to optimize it to what you wanted to do. And then yeah, it's lectures, and then uh, I'll normally do deep work after I eat. So deep work is where I'll have like, um, like I'll have some like relaxing lo-fi music on on my headset, and just chill and do a lot of work in a short period of time, and hopefully very efficiently. So yeah, and then normally evenings go out, so I'll chill and just go to my friends. So that's a typical day of my life. I'm a fort. I'll get a I'll get a quick fire question. Yeah, go baby. Apart from your stationary laptop and like stuff you expect to need for university, like stuff you didn't expect to need, name one thing that you've used the most. Don't say a pen. No. My phone. No, no, no. Like like apart from that. Like like an accessory you, you buy. Actual physical thing. Yeah, headphones, speakers. Oh, uh, like that. Um, uh, that's a tricky one. I would say honestly, yeah, because I never used to listen to music that often in first year. But like, it's very important to um, know the music you enjoy personally because it optimizes your um, brain health and uh, whatnot. So you like you're awake. You're like yeah. Okay. But what would you say is the most important? Mm. Would you say buying an additional mic is important? Buying an additional keyboard. Uh, Oh. Uh, a, a mouse? What, what did you think that think, you won't need but ended up using the most? I'm trying to think of a feasible option that anyone can get. No, no, no. Just, just you. Me. Just you. An iPad. What was it? I want to say, well, I just got an iPad recently and it's helped out a lot in terms of my productivity. I would say earphones. They're good quality earphones. Definitely. That's probably it. My answer is the same. It's headphones. Like, that's the one thing that I use day- headphones and speakers at home. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing I use every single day. Univer. Oh, okay, so this question is if you already have a laptop, because my my thing would be like a laptop. No, no, no. Like, okay, so laptop. so a laptop is university requirement. You know what I'm saying to do your course. Okay. Stuff that's not required for your course, but Some... just makes it so much okay. easier. Okay. Uh, I'm definitely one hundred percent gonna say iPad or a tablet. Oh, okay, okay. Because okay. I think a tablet is just amazing to have for viewing documents. For, for like keeping up on Discord or Telegram, like on the side, it's better than a phone. So as cumbersome as a laptop. 100%. It's and just for like viewing textbooks and files and like scanning documents and it's like such it's like a Swiss Army knife of devices. No, I it like does yeah. it. Does, especially if you know how to use it properly, it's, mm. it's such a powerful tool at the tip of your fingertips. My problem is I love writing with like on paper with a pencil. If you tell me to write on a screen, like even with the S pens and stuff, yeah. I just no. But even without the stylus thing, if you have notes like 
physically written down uh, iPad still I don't know I feel like it can I feel like it matches oh, it's, I feel like it's so I don't know like conducive it's like excuse me especially like to make PDFs and whatnot but like obviously in this hybrid phase that we in of our education where it's both online and on campus it, it works both ways yeah you know? at this point uh, I'd say you could manage without it technically but I assume if you're full-time on campus, more like Nevada is. Nevada is very on campus. We're on campus and iPad is so clutch. Like you just open it, make a new. But like obviously, you know, it doesn't matter. You don't need it. You're pen and paper, obviously. Yeah, well, when you're at home, it's pen and paper. You have your desktop in front of you. You're not even using your laptop. So, Fair enough. But like, mm, I don't know. You're I, like I running like two, three windows on your desktop and you're fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that was my view on it. At this point, for me to get a tab is just... I, you can use a tablet as an additional screen to your laptop. Touché. Ah, uh, yeah, Touché. I didn't think about that. But uh, yeah, the conversation, the impromptu podcast we had um, on the way looking for vacation work. You want to touch up on that? Uh, introduce it and we'll touch up. What was the topic? Oh. It was a why... Oh, you said that no religion is wrong, they all holistically mean the same thing or something like that? Yeah, we were talking about uh, just this ideology of picking a superior religion and, and saying that one is correct and one is incorrect when all of them have the same fundamental ideologies. Yeah. Uh, okay. With the exception of some, but we're not going to mention the specific ones that we feel lie outside the boundary. Mm-hmm. There are some. But uh, those are like cults, or like ah uh, no 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 I'm t- I'm thinking like full blown religion. But while we're on it, uh, everyone wants to preach freedom of religion. But uh, wait till somebody decides to erect a statue of uh, of Baphomet or something, uh, in, in a public even? area. Ah uh, no, you know you know in the in the Bible there's a story about uh, Moses going up the mountain and coming back to fake idols. Oh, uh, Baphomet yeah. was one of the uh, one of the fake idols that the knights would pray to. Oh, so, okay. so the thing is, you want to preach freedom of religion, but then is that not also a religion? Because because you believe in something you can't prove, and you believe it's a higher power. Is that not exactly the same? The thing is, me being a Christian or like just like getting into it, it's it's a tough one. Because in Christianity, they say you must not worship idols. And you know it's it's, it's yeah it's, yeah but but again that that's religion specific. You say and then and then you go to Hinduism and then there you worshiping idols. Yes. So are you saying Hindus are, are are devil worshippers? Not necessarily. I just think you shouldn't put your you shouldn't. Um, it's okay. I know how to word this. I just need to get my brain to put the sentence construction properly. You go for it, Nevat. Well, um, he's okay with religion. I think that. Like, okay, I also, mm-hmm. I'm not too sure about how to word it. Like, if the religion, like, it's not harming anyone, then there's never a downside to it. Of and course. everyone should be entitled to doing their own thing. That's also true. So basically what I wanted to say is you shouldn't pray or put your hope into, or your faith into things that um, won't give you hope, into false, it's like false hope. Right? That's the main premise behind it in Christianity. That's why they say don't pray to idols because you know you're believing something that's not going to do anything for you. That's the main premise. Kind of. I'm leaving out a lot of details because my Bible knowledge is very weak, but you understand what I mean, right? 
to an extent. It's like praying to the sun, but like it's like it's like that. It's like how do you know the sun's powerful? <laughs> Obviously, in Hinduism and other um, theologies, they say you know it's it's important for life and whatnot. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's the main premise. But I mean, in terms of of praying to God in Christianity, I think it's like as a Christian, you feel it, like. I know, like I don't know if no, 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 no. We're not talking about feelings here, obviously, because okay. because everyone in their religion is going to say they feel it. Okay, okay. I'm sure even if you speak to Sabrina from Sabrina the Teenage, where she used to worship Lucifer, she's going to say she felt it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay. Everyone's going to say they feel it, but I'm saying scientifically, conclusively, there's nothing you can say about it. I mean, why scientifically? Those are yeah, well, the British. Because you you can say the same thing about Hinduism. There's nothing scientifically to prove that it's real. There's nothing to prove Christianity is real, apart from the existence of Christ, which is still somewhat debated to this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, apart from that, there's no there's no solid proof that there was ever a God, and that He wasn't making it up. Well, uh, with that said, with that said, <laughs> with that said, I, I'm, I'm not I'm not trying to dump on Christianity yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. At the at the end of the day, no one can take away Christ's teachings from Him. That. Uh, his teachings were absolutely phenomenal in terms of making everyone a better person. I'm not trying to say he wasn't the son of God. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just, I'm just like bringing up a point. Okay. Do, yeah. you, do you get what I'm saying? I I, I'm not no, challenging your faith. I understand. Um, no, no, it's a touchy subject. So. It, it is, and um, yeah, uh, this is not necessarily what we spoke about in the car. No, we're quite we, far from it. We were talking back. about, we were talking about heaven and hell in the car. Yeah, you were saying like there's no way to prove it and. Uh, what not like you think there it's that it's fake i don't think it's fake i th- i believe it's i believe it's made up you by all religions construct. i believe it's constructed by religions just mm-hmm. just to give people something to fear so they do the right thing well irrespective fear is stronger than hope irrespective i was even telling my friend who's kind of an atheist um, it's like if you follow the teachings of whatever theology and you follow it to its ex- extreme see what happens to your life it should improve dramatically because it induces so much responsibility ethics morals values into your life that not only improve you as a person but also um the way you think and perceive everything around you because your mind is so powerful like i can't like slap nivad on the knee and he won't feel shit but like if his mind is like nivad that pain is so much he's gonna start screaming your mind is so powerful even when you're uh, a good, very good uh, way to actually physically experience this is when you're high. When you're high, you can sometimes control how you feel because sometimes you get lost now high you are. Sometimes you can physically control it and have very intellectual conversations. See, it's, in, it's interesting you bring up mind control again. Like, very interesting that you bring this up because... Not necessarily mind control, but like I'm trying to say your mind over matter. No, no, no. Yeah, your mind uh, over matter thing. Would you agree that in terms of that, the Buddhist monks are, are, are leaps and bounds ahead of the rest of us? Um, for sure, because a lot of their teachings and practices involve discipline and, like I said, controlling your flesh is what they and Think do, about the training right? that they do, walking over coal, uh, uh-huh. standing on your hands, breaking through boards. Think about the training they do. Again, mind over matter. Yeah, that's a really good point. But, with that said, Again, uh, a whole bunch of other religions come about, and, and I'm speaking like from personal experience. And they'll tell you that uh, being a Buddhist monk is satanic worship. It's it's antichrist to do that. 
you should never ever have your mind free like that. Yes, in a way, kind of. Because and and they come up with these stories about how an idle mind is the devil's playground. But that's the very point that Buddhist monks are trying to get to. I don't know if it's idle. I feel like idle is a bad it's, word. It's very idle. I feel like it's controlled. So to, uh, do they have to make their mind idle so they, they can't daydream. Their point they is daydream. is to completely clear your mind. You have no thoughts. You have no seriously. Emotions. I thought it's like they can control very well what they think of. Uh, you try to con- you con- you try to control it very well to the point where you have no conscious thoughts. That's but that's like why have such a beautiful, profound thing in your body that you're not making use of? Uh, is that is that a, is that something but, wrong to say? Um, okay, I also want to say I feel like uh, the Buddhist monk example is a bit extreme. I believe that we should keep our mind stimulated. Hundred percent. And we shouldn't be idle to the state of you don't even need to wake up and eat much food in the day because you're just sitting in one place the whole time you don't need that energy you should be stimulating yourself constantly and that thinking process that you're doing throughout the day is what not only makes you better but it keeps you going that's that's a really good point i like that so that was a bit that is a good point. Trying to think of a comeback. Because um, you like their teachings. No, no, no. Like in terms of, of comebacks, like religiously, there's so many comebacks okay. to uh, to points where uh, where Hinduism and Buddhism explain the importance of having an idle mind for periods, letting your mind relax for times, mm-hmm. learning to control your mind. Because right. when you're stimulating your mind, you you're kind of teaching your mind to be uh, what's described as a monkey mind, jumping all over the place. Because it's constantly stimulated, and you have the inability to settle your mind, your mind down completely. In Christianity as well, if you follow Christ's teachings and you pray often, you develop your converse, your relationship with God, then that should diminish. And for me personally, I've never had such profound peace in my life. Um, um, for example, a girl, if I'm dating a girl and she breaks my heart, I won't be as detrimentally affected now as I would. Have then because I know like you know what she's not worth my time it's not for me it's not for her etc but I don't know is that just me um, personally and I feel like everyone's view on it is gonna change and everyone can like write up their own book on why they think this is this and this is that and as you said we cannot prove it to be right or wrong because based on their theology well apart from apart from the you know the Buddhist mob thing I, I think right. I think they definitively proved what they believe in because they can do things that we can't. I'm still trying to figure out why it's satanic. Maybe it's the worshiping no, of idols or something. See, the, the thing is, it's not satanic. You, no, no, it's Who's? it's idol mind. Uh, it's idol mind. It's idol mindness. Uh, I don't think it's satanic. I just think that you know, if from Christian's perspective, that the devil and demons use that as a gateway to get into you. There, that, 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 that's that's precisely what uh, what I meant. But is that, that makes sense. No. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. There's nothing in there. <laughs> Right? You're not physically, consciously thinking of anything, something's gonna happen. Well, you know. But the Buddhists have proved us wrong, haven't they? They've they've definitively proven you. Have you seen a a possessed Buddhist monk before? What's a possessed Buddhist monk? Oh, oh. Have you seen a possessed (laughs) anyone before, though? I mean, there's videos of like 150 billion people claiming they're possessed. Oh, speaking of which, remember the meme that guy posted on his status? 
There's no devil in you. There's no possession. You just need a degree in your life. Just so stars. That, that shit. That's a statement. That's a fucking statement. No, but it, but like that's off key. It was just something funny I thought of. Um, no, but yeah. have you ever seen a Buddhist monk saying they possessed? No. Well, the thing is, we don't know. <laughs> no, but I don't know many Buddhist monks from monasteries. You haven't been. Oh, then it's probably worthless having this conversation till you go to one. Okay, but like now I'm intrigued to go to one. Yeah, there's one like right here that that I've been to a couple times. Oh, you should wow. go check it out. Yeah. Have you sounds, been? No. Sounds sounds lit. But do you check them like breaking boards and like to do a show? No, so that's like Shaolin monks or something. That's shit? that's uh, yeah, that's a Shaolin Shaolin. Shaolin. That's uh, it's it's a completely different one. This is uh, this is like the peaceful one where you learn to. meditate you learn to control your emotions you learn to control your thoughts right. you learn to have no emotion can we um so we be subject what's what's the time no, but is it are we good for time i don't know you're keeping time i'm not keeping time shit okay i'm keeping time okay so i wanted to touch up on a different topic okay yeah, yeah let's let's drop this one. this one this one's like well we never really drop it we this is like nascar you know like you go in a circle and you come back to the same start line yeah. at the end but uh, i do believe that meditation is good for the mind mm-hmm. it I is uh, but not don't take it to the extent where you spending the whole day meditating no but but again remember remember, remember the the point of meditation is idle mindedness you you learning to open your mind leave it idle for a period you learning to relax do do everything unconsciously remember and then remember what rasil said yeah remember, um, remember remember so now you're contradicting yourself because you're saying meditation helps and you're saying it's it's inviting the devil mm. so so like one has to be correct one has to be incorrect but we're not going to answer that we're going to move on okay so that basically touches up on that but like which has absolutely nothing to do with our conversation in the car but it was another fun if we get to the conversation in the car that's going to be another 30 minutes i feel so um i want to ask you something that relates more uh, either way but but please let us know like if you're if you're listening to this because our conversation in the car had no conclusion do you think heaven and hell is real or do you think that fear is stronger than hope so it was constructed to make people scared of something and hopeful of something else okay so when sir mentions comment obviously like we still need to release the more views we get it's going to motivate us more to release no but you would you release our email mm-hmm. on there like we email us email us let oh. us know what you think yeah as i say maybe on youtube or something we put it there but that obviously involves visual content which we are going to work on obviously we just want to get started while we are back here. So, yeah, um I have a question for each of us. Name your top 3 female. We obviously all males here. We are what's the word by what's bisexual. I'm not bi. Is that not the what's what's uh, uh, hetero. It's hetero. I'm, I'm stupid, sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, um Wait, uh, but there's no judgment towards bi. It's no, just of course it's not. just that Open I was space. stunned. Open. No, because like I forgot the term. Yeah, my I, apologies. I was just stunned when Russell said that. I love you all very much. You all know that. And um to touch up touch up on that real quick. I love gay people, especially male specifically because not love in the sense I feel like you like you kind of insulting if I driving that's point home now. No, it's because um there's this channel on YouTube. It's a science-based channel and it's by run by two gay men. And oh, Apertasia. No, no, no. Say <laughs> sex science. Oh. So, um every single gay person I've interacted with, they're very intellectual, they're very creative, and they're very outgoing. And tell me those are not good qualities to have in a human being. But yeah, um I don't know. I I mean, I've met a lot of gay people and honestly, if I'm being honest, 
categorizing them as gay people like makes no sense because apart from that's they're their own person they, they're just their own but most of them were just like normal people you wouldn't tell that they were gay or whatever until they said to you I'm gay and and that you it made no difference because they were not in any way different to us they were still doing the same degree Fair busy enough. with the same work well irrespective like I said that's a perception based thing your perception is different from mine and yours could be right mine could be wrong you can't prove it oh, it could just all be right okay. yeah and part of a much larger perception so back to the question I would like so this is like a round table question it's gonna go around in a circle so I would like each of y'all to mention your top three uh, most attractive like female celebrities and how has your dating experience been so far that now that we're back on campus and your interaction with women how your perception on dating has changed and how the sexual marketplace whoa dude one at a time i'm not even going to remember these it's questions it's based on the same okay you want me to go again okay yeah, so let's go one, let's at, go a one at a time top three female celebrities um in terms of like looks like you just love them too but like that kind of thinking So now you go first. Ah uh, no, let me go last. You go first. Lucille, you go first. That's me. Okay, so number one for me is Ariana Grande, and for obvious reasons, yeah, there you go. She's on my wallpaper. I love her so much. She's yo, know, she's just amazing. Number two for me would be Natalia Dyer from Stranger Things. I love her as well. Love the show as well. The series, it's fucking amazing. Number three for me will be um, Annie from Community. What's her real name, bro? I don't even know. Her I cannot remember, Ex- but I know exactly who you're talking about. Annie from Community. Well, I just uh, plugged the show. Adderall Annie. Yeah. Adderall Annie. Yeah, she is. That's you know, I love your thing. She is so beautiful. Right? Yeah. Um, I mean, she's also pretty smart. I mean, she's. Don't, don't let that go. I love acting. I wish I got into acting. But although, if I had to pick, I, I'd still think Britta is a little bit prettier than Annie. Ah, uh, you're fucking crazy, and that is only about I'm going next. Okay, so for me, number one is from Euphoria. There's this girl named Casey. Baby, what's good? Okay. Casey, do you know who I'm talking about? In fact, I don't watch the show, but I shall. I heard there's a lot oh, of sex, and I love sex. I'm like joking. This, this girl, go watch this 365 days. Oh god, do that girl. Uh, don't. Bang it. Oh, okay, Casey. Uh, yeah, I don't have a number two. Anyone? Um, bro, I ha- I don't watch a lot of TV. Female, any female actress? Oh, any female. You just they don't specifically have to be attractive physically, oh, mentally, that, emotionally. That chick I showed you on Instagram. <laughs> not 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 celebrity. Okay. Act movies, series. That's the idea. See, this is getting you to think. So that's the purpose of this question: is to not keep us idle because we're sitting stagnant in a chair. Who else? Anything that pops up in your head? Sir, I was going on Google right now. Ladies I'm not. I'm not on Google. Uh, I was not on Google. Oh, uh, dude, I don't anyone. know. Even it can be from Who's the same that? show. Who? Oh, this uh, Noel. Okay, she's my number two. Okay, let Noel. Okay, so she, so she is. So she, no, she was just on top of my. I just needed to see, like, what's her surname. So anyway, uh, I still can't pronounce her surname. So anyway, Noel is a uh, is a YouTube fitness influencer. Uh, yeah, fitness influencer, amazing one year body yeah. transformation. I think I like Casey so much. I don't need a two and a three. Yo, Casey, hit Casey up on Instagram. Oh, Cassie, whatever her name is, you just love it. Yeah, yeah. So now your top three, go. Uh, well, my number one is gonna be directly opposed to yours. That's fine. Because you said uh, Ariana Grande, right? I love her. Yeah. I'm going to say Victoria Justice. I love it. Oh, yes, yes, yes. They're like diametrically opposed. Uh-huh. Number 2. Um 
So number two. So so the reason Victoria Justice, firstly, is her sheer talent that she is way underappreciated for. She's a much better actress than a lot of people give her credit for. Mm-hmm. She's also an amazing singer. Make right. it in America, one of my favorite songs. My ringtone for a really long time. Yeah. Even LA Boys, which is from Victorious, but let's not talk about that. Um, yeah, and, and then let's not forget she's extremely attractive while she's at that. Extremely mm-hmm. attractive. I agree with that. Your number two? Uh, number two, Liz Gillies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Getting spicy, your boy? Uh, again, from... Uh, you know, not just a trend. This is mostly like Nickelodeon. But it's stuff you, I noticed you like a lot. Yeah. I it, can see why. It's just like the, back then, the female stars from Nickelodeon and Disney, male stars too, they were so talented along with being good looking. Mm-hmm. A- and they had so much else going for them. Think about... Think about that period, right? You, you had Miley Cyrus, you had Selena Gomez, you had Golden Europe. Uh, yeah. Ariana twins. Grande. What's the twins name? Uh, you had Zach and Cody. Oh, Zach and Cody. Oh, you guys. had Demi Lovato there with. Uh, you had so many of of our big stars that were there. Mm-hmm. So uh, anyway, I, I was off tracks. Number two, Liz Gillies. Number three. And uh, number three. Man, I had this in my head and I lost it. That's now. a shame, bro. That means you don't love her. That that's <laughs> No, it doesn't mean she that. wasn't that special. No, I mean none of them were special in the sense that we were ever gonna have a shot with any of them. Cassie was Well it's not well hey, you don't know that. The universe um, was very weird though. Life was very weird. Who's that? Uh, Naomi Scott, number okay, three. Okay, okay. The the girl from Aladdin and oh. uh, and Lemonade Mouth. Okay. Uh, my second question is, how different is dating and your experience with girls now? Is it the same as it was in first year? Um, what first year experience, bro? Okay, never mind. Uh, whatever your life ex- experiences. Um, yeah, and, and your interaction with women and like your perception on like dating. Has it gotten harder? Does it feel harder? Does it feel as almost... So, it, it's different, I'll give you that. Because I, I remember, I'm sure Daniel told you that I met him and first week on campus, as immature as we were, right. we met each other through having a competition of how many girls' numbers we could get. And Surami was banging it up. Uh, no idea who won though. Hey, I mean, we never met up again at the end of the day. We just never saw each other. That's a, actually a really good thing that y'all did. Um, because it develops your confidence and also your... If it's, if it's not the mention, like we saw, if you ever listen to this, we're genuinely sorry that we never got back to you. but. Doubt, doubt, doubt that they will stick, but it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> like we really doubt Sura it. Sura wants you to phone him and he'll uh, take Don't your phone, phone me, we, we genuinely Stop don't phone. even remember that your name. That is what he said. You know, I find it, I feel like chicks, uh, like... That's a slang. Okay, girls, yeah, carry on. Yeah, chicks. Chiquitos. Chiquitas. Meow. Okay, so basically, like, you know, when a chick tells you their name and you forget it, I feel like they get more interested in you. In a way. What the f- Because like, um, it, it gives you a sense of, because like for me, I struggle very, I struggle a lot with like, specific things. Names, dates, etc. I can, if I know how to do something, I can do it. But to know something specifically in its entirety is difficult. That's why I struggle to remember people's birthdays and names. My point being, whenever I tell a girl I don't remember your name, they talk to me more. Like, I don't know what it is, like they interact with me more. Like, they want to get to know me more. That's just my personal experience from it. Nivar, what's your take on this? Okay, for me, like, compared to first year, dating is a lot easier. Easier? But, like, yeah. Tough. You have but a girlfriend? 
know. There you go. But I, yeah, I just don't have time for it. Actually, think, like compared to us here now, I don't have. Any I time. think the girls are a lot more talkative and a lot more friendly now than they were in first year. Like they're very manipulative because, like, the dating market so skew. Like, for example, on Tinder, the statistics are there's eighty percent of males on Tinder usage rate and there's twenty percent of females. I mean, you could match up with a forty-two year old like I did. Well, you understand That's the point the I'm trying to make. Twenty percent has to choose between eighty, and I feel like females or women are the gatekeepers. Of many of the sexual interactions on account. Uh, Nevada, would you agree with uh, with my assessment that right. the girls now are a lot more friendly than they were in first year? Easier to approach, easier to talk to. To I don't know. I feel like the girls but are getting young. Feel like it's because you're older. But yeah. uh, uh, but like there's genuinely no time for us to do anything about it now. Okay. Yeah. But what do you mean they're getting younger? Do they were in the course of that? I said you're year? getting older. Oh. You're getting older. You're becoming more mature, and you realize this is something I need. my life because that's what puberty is for it develops your body i didn't hit puberty at 23 man no you understand what i'm trying to say the <laughs> point of it finally happened dude oh dude the point of trying to make is the reason we go through puberty is so that we can find a mate and potentially have a child in the upcoming future right so as you get older that presses on you more and more and more your human nature this is the point of trying to make Um yeah so that basically covers that topic on women you know have you found more easy more difficult so there's to you me. didn't answer I did you said they manipulated you know told us if it's easy uh-huh. or not I feel like it's a lot harder I feel like the sexual marketplace is very skewed um so the sexual marketplace And this changed from first year to now kind of um because technology has advanced very rapidly from then to now in a way um I find it I find it very difficult especially to find somebody that you connect with somebody that's worth your time because uh, a good relationship is one that sustains you and one that compels you to be better and um there's a lot of reciprocity reciprocity meaning I think you defined it in a previous episode yeah so um well I doubt anyone who's listening to this has listened to that previous episode but this is a more convincing reason that you should listen to that episode wink wink Um, reciprocity. Basically, I do something for you, you do something for me, but not in this. Doesn't have to be in the same shape or form. Just do something back. It's for example, um, you message. It's like you constant like with women. Like when my experiences with dating in the past, I constantly had to put in effort. I constantly had to do X, Y, and Z, and I receive very little back. It's like my perception of love or good relationship was wine, and theirs was grape juice. And I constantly receive grape juice back while I'm giving them this delicious wine. On nectar, so that's. Um, you want take me on on this wine and grape juice thing, dude? What's wrong with grape juice? No, no, you get to the point of trying to make. No, wine is just rotten grape juice. Yes, understand <laughs> what I'm trying to say though. It's like no, no, wine is I cheaper than the other. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. It's not hitting you back. I'm just, are we just giving you wrong? Are you giving me shit? I love yeah. it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So also in terms of my own life, I've been. What? Yeah. So my next question now, now that we've kind of touched on the topic of women, um, what? Uh, philosophies have new philosophies that you've taken into your life that you not only want to implement uh, into most aspects of your life, but using it as a means to improve yourself, become better, whether it be socially, physically, financially, spiritually, whatever it may be. So for me, uh, so the circle started for me. It's going to involve the new. Um, it's Stoicism, right? So uh, what is Stoicism? I'm sure many of you have heard this. So uh, Stoicism, Stoicism can be epitomized. I believe I said that incorrectly uh by three essential beliefs number 1 that virtue is sufficient for happiness 
Number two, uh, that other so-called goods should be regarded with indifference. And number three, that the world is provid providentially, provid basically uh, ruled over by a god, by a being. Um, so basically, uh, what I think, by not reading anything, Stoicism to me is, it's basically focusing on what you can control. Right? It's like, for example, if I'm writing a test tomorrow, if I study for the test, I know I'll do well. I can control it. But if somebody doesn't, if I'm talking to a chick that I want to uh, date, potentially, and let's say I'm giving her my attention, my resources, whatever, and I'm not receiving anything back, she's not applying to me, she's texting me after like fucking two weeks, then um, I can't control that. You shouldn't put your emotions into that. Um, to touch up a bit more on Stoicism, so um, the tremendous influence of Stoicism has exerted on ethical thought from early Christianity through Immanuel Kant, which we learn has one ten history. Imagine that, sir. Uh, it's well, fine. He's, he's a beautiful man. He's a cunt. And um, that, I, that's, there's nothing wrong with what I said. And into the 20th century is really uh, understood and even more rarely appreciated. Um, so the Stoics define the good as what is complete according to nature for a rational being choir rational being and there's some references and uh, but you get the idea you get that you believe if you study harder for two five six the next day you're gonna do better 100%, yes, are you 100%. crazy what the hell dude that's such a stupid question you just answered your own question like yeah it's like if i chain more i'm not gonna get obviously don't you know if you do the same thing obviously you're not gonna see results but yeah if you put in the work you'll if you train correctly then you are and not overtrain yeah, yeah. and also something i want to touch back up on women the thing is as well with women and dating, the ones that I've interacted with, I feel as though like there's such an empty resource. It's 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 like a resource. It's it's so it's, it's like a power bank. Something that, that if it works out, it can be so good for you in all aspects of your life. But it's like something you could put in so much time, energy, money, resource into and receive nothing. And it's draining. Yeah. There you go. If it's draining, then it's wrong for you because you shouldn't be feeling that way. It's like I don't feel drained now being here, even though this is like physically, mentally taking a lot of energy from me. Right? So yeah, I mean so much for this thing finishing at nine. It's ten now, it's like uh, it's half past eleven. We're not even close to finishing. Um oh, but I feel like the podcast is flying really well. And so life begins. Hey, so we're back from our lovely interim break where we never told them we're taking a break. We didn't, but now they know because they heard a weird noise that transferred from both intermediate mediums number one to bah, that should be the noise you should have here we had some lovely food, uh, Rocco Mama's. Uh, I believe it was a South African. Um, um, so it was the the chili cheese bombs. Fuck, so good. And it was the chips. Uh, my so, boy uh, Tavish, are you listening to this? Cheese bombs slap. I was supposed to have cheese bombs with Mr. Uh, Surab, but one of the days we shall. We had cheese bombs. Did we? Those are cheese bombs. Oh yeah, we did. Well, not at the physical restaurant. Was the oh we yeah. Meant. Yeah, so um, we're coming to the end of the show. We've been recording for 19 minutes. We checked the sound. We did a bit of editing. It's looking really good. I'm really happy. Everyone else here is really happy as well. So to end the show, um, we have a max of like 10 minutes to end the show. And basically, I'm going to ask my two engineering students, my two intelligent and very sexually active, I'm joking, <laughs> my boys, I'm going to ask some engineering related questions and some fizzle philosophical questions that was a mouthful so yeah it's gonna be a point based system Surah was rubbing his face because he getting just getting ready some... boy do I need like an exercise book or maybe no no really it's just possible choice um that okay didn't help us in calculus at all <laughs> oh yeah not really okay so um yeah let's just get right into it question number one the sum of the forces in the y equal 
sorry, <laughs> I already fucked up the question. Sum of the forces, not in the x, not in the y, not in the z, equals zero. And is equivalent to dv, the, the derivative of velocity divided by time, equals zero. This formula represents a, Newton's first law, b, Newton's second law, c, Newton's third law, d, none of the above. A second law. So Nivard says second law, uh, Mr. Surabhai says first law. Uh, final answers? Second? Uh, first. First. The answer is first law because ma equals zero. And um, yeah, so that one point to Mr. Nivard by. Okay. Yeah, I said first. He said second. I said second, yeah. I'm fucking stupid. <laughs> Goes to Surabhai. Oh, uh, that's one for Surabh, zero for Nivard. Um, Okay, the next question, question two. Lexus is a car brand from which country? A. Germany. Japan. That is correct. <laughs> that was, wait, Japan. I, I fucked up. I'm fucking sure. Am I that drunk? We had a little bit of a drink, so. Okay, um, it's 2 1, right? Okay, okay cool. Um, let me chill out. Let me be a better interviewer. Uh, question number three How many bytes are there in one megabyte? Listen, A. 1024. B. 1 million. 400,000 and 85,760. Okay, um, answers A written down here. Don't ask me, I make the questions so you got both got zero. So it's still two for Surah, one for Nivar. The question's wrong. It's fine. A uh, kilobyte is 1024. Unlucky. If Google has goggles, who owns Point and Find? A. Nokia. B. Lenovo. C. Canon. D. Sony. Say that again. A. Nokia. B. Lenovo. Okay, C. I'm gonna say Lenovo. I don't know, D but I'm Sony. gonna say Lenovo. Say that again. Nokia, Lenovo, Canon, Sony. Canon. Canon. And it's called Find and Point. If Google has goggles, who owns Point and Find? It's Nokia, Canon. Lenovo, Canon. Canon. Canon, Sony. Canon. Um, Nivardvai says Nokia. Surabhai says Canon. Canon. Uh, final answers? Um, the correct answer is Nokia. Ooh. Two two, cool. Um, I'm gonna where, try and get. Where did you get the other point from? <clears throat> um, the uh, Japan one. I fucked up. I, I said it's correct, guy. and he said Japan. So my bad. So, but I, I put the Nevada on the board because oh. he's uh yeah. Okay, question number five. In electrical engineering, the unit of power is what? It is defined as a one joule per second, b one ampere per second, c one meter per second, d one decibel per second. 1 amp. Surav says 1 amp. That's B, option B. So it's 1 joule per second, 1 amp per second, 1 meter per second, 1 decibel per second. What is your answer? Two. For what? I should know this. In electrical, you should. You should. In electrical engineering, the unit of power is what? It is defined as joule per second, meter per second, ampere per second, decibel per second. I'm gonna say uh, the joule per second one. Uh, final answers? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, I just want to think this through before I say final answer. Mm -hmm. Okay. You said it's joule per second and the and the unit for 
Power. Power is white. Jewel per second. That is correct. Jewel uh, per second. Three, three, locked in. Okay, question number six. The company Garmin is famous for what type of technology? A. Seismic instrumentation. B. Gas analyzers. C. Uh, global positioning systems. D. Sound wave in measurement. Global no, positioning global systems. Positioning. That is correct. It is 4 4, right? Okay, I got the score correct. So, um, I need to find a difficult question for the last one. Uh, no, what? <sighs> okay, wait. I'm actually enjoying this. Um, okay, the next question. Question number six, I think. Which of the following is a unit of work? A, one meter per second. B, one meter per newton. C, newton meter square. D, one newton meter. Could you please repeat that? So the question is, which of the following is a unit of work? Newton meter per second, one meter per newton, newton meter square, one newton meter. What is Newton meter per second. Newton meter per second says Surav. Dude, if I had a pen, I would have been able Well, that's too bad, too sad, bro. What is your answer? I'm gonna pick the same as Surav. So um, that is both incorrect. The answer is D, one Newton meter for the unit of work. All right. Newton meter, that's talk. Force, it's work equals FD. It's Newton times a meter, brother. Oh, there you gosh. go. Um, yeah, the question number seven, so you're both stuck on three, three four, 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 um, efficiency, efficiency of a machine is the ratio of A, total energy to total power, B, power output to power input, C, power input to power output, D, total work done to total energy, efficiency of a machine, which is the correct ratio? Total work touch, total energy. So now says option number D, Nivard by says. Total, wait, can you repeat this? Efficiency option? of a machine is the ratio of total energy to total power, power output to input power, power input to output power, work done to total energy. Uh, I'm gonna say work done to total energy. Your board got that correct. That is five points for each of your. Okay, let's try this question out. January 2014, NASA reports that its second Mars rover is still operational. The first rover is called Spirit. So what is the name of the second rover? Uh, option number A, Opportunity. Option number B, Curiosity. Option number C, Discovery. Option number D, Endeavor. Curiosity. Final answer is locked in? Yeah. Answer is incorrect. First answer is A, Opportunity. So, wait, you're tied? I believe you're tied. Uh, um, so which one is curiosity? No idea, curiosity. but that doesn't matter. The next question I want to ask is from Shrek. Oh god. Which option did Lord Farquaad pick when you were staring at the magical mirror? Was it A, Princess Fiona? B, I forgot the other. Princess, let's call her... Uh, what was that princess? Help me out. Snow White? C... No, I forgot. I'm forgetting my options. <laughs> um, Sleeping Beauty? D... Uh, well, I can't remember the other bitch. Where's Fiona? Okay, so that's it. She's she was the only one in there from Shrek. If he if he can't remember the other option. I do no, cause like I watched it so so long ago, but main. Come on, it's for it's Formula One weekend. At least ask a Formula One question. Fuck all Formula One questions, yeah. Ooh, okay. Let me ask you a theoretical question. Oh god. What is your definition or the correct definition of pie? Where did it come from? How did the people discover it? That's 
the definition I want. Circumference divided by diameter. Dude, I told him this today. No, I told him that the night before. You did, you did. That's what I thought of it. So that's 7-7. You're like even. I'm trying to think of a question that's gonna fuck both of your love. But you know the difference? You know that, you know, it's... It's hilarious that uh, we both took that, but pi cannot only be defined by uh, by diameter. It can be defined by radius. I, it can be yes, defined by area. But both of us said the same thing. We got it right. Okay, this is gonna be my last question. You'll tie, you'll tie, you'll, it's it's all good. The question is: Bar, Pascal, Pizer, Tor are the units to measure which one? This is so easy. <laughs> the following pressure. pressure. <laughs> it's a tie. Pressure. Okay, uh, let's try one more. Let's try one more. Which real-life entrepreneur was used as an inspiration for the character of Iron Man, Iron Man by John Favreau, or whatever his name is? Uh, option number A, Elon Musk. B, Richard Branson. C, Steve Jobs. D, Ranton Tata. Uh, Ranton Tata. <clears throat> Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Final answer. Okay, let me repeat. Ranton Tata, by the way. Okay, I'm gonna go again slowly for good reasons, and you should think why I'm going in over again. Which real-life our entrepreneur was using an explanation for the character of Iron Man by John Frey Favreur. Wait. Wait. Elon Musk. Wait, chill out, chill out, chill out. Options. Elon Musk. B. Richard Branson. C. Steve Jobs. D. Natin Tata. Your answer. Your answer. I'm gonna stick with Tata. Tata. Dude, it would just be dope, dude. He's oh. that original Iron Man that we're talking about. Mm. He makes a really good point. Well, um... Uh... I'm trying to think about uh, uh, about Tony Stark's dressing, and it doesn't resemble mm-hmm. Steve so Jobs, so it's all. not him. So it's either Elon Musk or Tata. Elon Musk or Tata. I'm I'm just gonna pick Elon Musk because he said Tata. That is correct. You're about tied. Um, let me try another one. Wait, which one is correct? Elon, Elon Musk is the correct option. He picked oh, Tata. Then it's Surab. I thought you picked Elon. No, oh my bad. Okay, Surab, you're the winner. Um, Dude, it's based on Elon Musk. But it was so. the Iron Man comic books before Elon Musk became Well, um, I'm not a, uh, I'm not Google, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yes, ladies and gentlemen, if you watch the podcast for this long, you must really like our voices and we really, really like you too. Hit us up on our Gmail at the Mellowfellow Podcast at gmail.com. We love you so much. So, um, going forward, uh, I really loved this session in particular. So many good vibes, energy was great. And um, yes, any final thoughts from Nivad? Ramdas, what do you think of the podcast? It was very nice being here. Hit me up on Instagram, IG, at Nivad Ramdas. That's N I V A D R A M D A S S. There you go. Um, Suravai? S A I S O U R A V dot S. That's his Instagram. My Instagram is all small letters uh, at Roos underscore the underscore adorable underscore goose. Uh, Hit us up and follow me on Twitter at Roos the Moy Goose. Love you all so much. Don't ask me where I got those names from. I don't care. I love them. Um, yeah. Um, great episode. I really enjoyed interacting with you lads. And um, yeah, any final thoughts about going forward? So our next episode should take a while to release because we have engineering week after next week and we have some babes to scout. Maybe. I'm no, joking. we don't. He's lying. I'm not. There you go. Maybe one or two. Maybe one or two, three, four, five, six. But yeah, that's my idea. No, we don't. Our babes are going to be our textbooks. Um, yeah. For or maybe something happens at Holi tomorrow, you never know. 
yeah, so we'll see. I'm excited for what the future holds, and um, yeah, that's all from my side. Peace! And that's all, folks.